0: Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl Leah M. Forney back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive Season 3, y'all. Listen, before I get into today's episode and what we are going to be talking about and who I'm going to be talking about it with, let me just tell you, God has been showing up and showing all the way out. Like, all the way out. <laughs> like, like, literally, literally he has been on some like exceedingly abundantly above all i could either ask nor think kind of vibes like on some g-shit like it has been crazy so listen let me just tell y'all real quick so back in february um february 15 to be exact actually uh god had said to me instructed me to give him 30 days literally he was like daughter give me 30 days and i was like okay god you know i'll be obedient and i'll give you 30 days and so at that particular moment in my life i was feeling overwhelmed frustrated (laughs) annoyed like business wasn't where i wanted it to be all of that right and my coach she kept saying um go back to what was working, go back to what was working. And so what what was working for me was doing these masterclass, right? And so I didn't want to do any masterclasses anymore because if I be honest, y'all, like I have, I get bored real easily. Like that's probably the, one of the downfalls or or the downside to being a creative is that I get bored real easily, right? So, but the masterclass was working. So originally... I was going to do my master class in February. And then God said, give me 30 days. So I halted. I postponed the master class. I pushed it all the way out to March. And I was like, all right, God, I'm going to give you these 30 days. And so for 30 days, I made a commitment. Every day I was getting up at like 6.15 in the morning and seeking God's face and boldly declaring and decreeing some things. I mean, boldly, y'all. Like when I tell you I was praying on a level that, he, listen, I don't... <laughs> It scared me. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> like, it scared me some of the things that was coming out of my mouth. It was just like, I had this real righteous indignation, like, yo, I got that Godfidence. Like, that, you heard me, Godfidence. Like, I have that type of confidence in my God that He's gonna do exactly what He said He was gonna do. Right. And so I just started getting real bold. And when I tell you the visions that God was showing me, the doors that He was opening for me, like, Blew my mind. Like, your girl got, let me tell you something. <laughs> it gives me chills when I say it. But yours truly had the opportunity to speak virtually on the on, at PodFest Global. If you don't know what PodFest is, PodFest is literally the largest podcaster conference. Literally, right? And so back during the pandemic, they added a virtual component because, of course, they couldn't do it in person. And so typically PodFest happens in person and um Fest 2023 was actually the weekend of my birthday. And so because Mr. Incredible had already had birthday plans, you know, I just couldn't go. And so I ended up being like, "All right, well, I knew about the virtual one, so I'm going to do the virtual one at at some time or whatever." And so I subscribed to their email list so I so I could stay abreast of when it was happening. And then they had this announcement for speakers so here i am being bold right being in my confidence now and i was like you know what i'm gonna apply didn't think nothing of it y'all like literally i applied and released it was just like i ain't got it that's the door i'm supposed to walk through it's gonna happen y'all when i got the email that i was selected to speak i literally was like shut up <laughs> like. I was like, wait a minute, what? So, yeah, your girl hit the virtual stage at PodFest Global. It was an amazing, amazing experience. Shout out to Chris and Andrew and the team over at PodFest. Y'all are fucking dope, and I love y'all. Like, it is amazing to be a part of the PodFest family. And, yeah, like, listen, y'all might want well to stay tuned because who knows? I might be at PodFest 2024 as a speaker. Let's We'll see. But it literally was so such a game changer. Like for someone who's two years into this industry to be seen as a thought thought leader and industry expert to speak on the world's largest (laughs) podcasting conference. Like, yeah, I mean, we talk about Guinness. They were in the Guinness Book of World Records twice for having over 5000 attendees across the globe. That's how major this was. And and to add to it, not only did I have that opportunity, but then I got honored in Canada. Shout out to my sis Allison Harvey out there doing amazing work. She and I connected on social media. She, she loved what I was doing, and she absolutely um, decided to honor me for her Woman on Fire 2023. And I actually got a chance to speak, too, because she asked me to do a whole workshop Virtually. So I, I was talk, I was speaking in Toronto, Canada, y'all. <laughs> like, when I tell you God has been blowing my mind since those 30 days, he's been blowing my mind. Like, blowing my mind. Like, the doors that he has been opening, the business, business opportunities, the paid opportunities, the contracts, the funding. Like, it's just been, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even describe the feelings and the emotions that I feel. I'm just, all I can say, it, it was God who did it. That has literally been my mantra all year long. It is God who did it. So to God be all the glory. I'm grateful. So listen, listen, y'all are in for a treat because I got my sis, y'all. Like I got my sis, me me and this queen, we connected on Clubhouse. She's hella dope. Like she's just out here killing the game. Um, It's my sister Landria Lloyd coming through to the Hey Queen Thrive family. And we had an amazing conversation about reinventing yourself. And when I tell you so many gems was dropped, (laughs) so many gems were dropped and y'all just got to tune in and listen to this interview because we had an amazing, amazing conversation. Thank you so much Queen for coming through as always. Tune in and you already know I'll be back with what? Thriving Nuggets. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 what's up, my beautiful Hey, Queen Thrive family? Listen, y'all are in for a treat. And I know I probably say that every episode, but y'all really do be in for a treat. Because let me tell you something. I met this dynamic queen on Clubhouse, y'all. Y'all know I love Clubhouse. I always say I'd be over there running my mouth. But my sis is absolutely amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I know her. But I got the beautiful Alandria Lloyd in the Hey, Queen Thrive building. What's going
1: on, sis? Hey, sis. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I am great, super excited about this conversation. We're about to get in and definitely honored that you allowed me space on your platform.
0: Absolutely, because that's what we do. So look, you got to tell the people a little bit about yourself.
1: Absolutely, so again, my name is Alianjia Lloyd. I am um, a founder of a television network. I'm an owner of a digital marketing agency. I create spaces for other people to thrive and build their own platform so they can go out and continue to walk even further in their purpose and just all things building and connecting. That is what I am about.
0: I love it. I love it. And and you do it well, sis. You do it well. So I have this question that I have asked all my guests, and that is, in your opinion, what does it mean to be a queen that's thriving?
1: Mm, In my opinion, um, a queen who's thriving is someone who is definitely resilient, Mm. Um, someone who has the ability to continue to bounce back because you are continuing to go and make strides. You are also going to run into stumbling blocks and bumps in the road and, and all of these things that you didn't even expect to happen. But if you allow those things to knock you out of the game, then you will no longer thrive and you will just be stuck in a like a survival type Mm. of state but if Mm. you're going to thrive and if you're going to go forward you absolutely have to be resilient so that is my that's the first thing that I could think about listen
0: and that is you said a whole mouthful says resilient I I say I tell people all the time you have to have a resiliency factor everybody doesn't have it but you do have to have that ability that like when life get the life in
1: you just
0: (laughs) listen Cause it's going to life. That's what it's designed to do. Um, you got to know how to bounce back. You got to know how to respond differently than you would if you were just surviving. I think survivor mode teaches us how to stay in a place of victimhood and thriving mm-hmm. teaches you how to bounce back and be like, all right, we just going to make it do what we do. That's what we Yeah. Do what we
1: do. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely uh, takes you from that victim to the victor yes oh i love it so listen season three here at hey queen thrive we are
0: continuing this conversation about purpose so talk to us about how you discovered your god-given purpose
1: Mm. so as people often say you know purpose is rooted in in pain right Mm. in a in a painful place and so for me i remember during a season where i was dealing with all types of things um a person who I really, you know, looked up to, betrayed me, Um, a relationship that I really wanted to work failed. It was so many things that was going on simultaneously. And I didn't have anyone to look to for support during that season. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, I love devotionals. I love to read and things like that, but there weren't any books that were speaking to what I was dealing with, okay, Um, directly. And so I had to create the solution for myself. Mm. And that's when I penned my first book. Um, It's called Change Agent, The Missing Piece, which basically means that you are the missing piece. A lot of times we look outside of ourselves for things in people or in in, in positions or in, in titles Uh, hoping to find some type of validation from an external source. But if we look within, we will really find out that we are that missing link to everything that we need. And so that's what that book is about. And that is what caused me to even begin this journey of becoming an author. Um, It had been prophesied to me for years and years that I'd write many books and I'd do all these things, but I wasn't paying attention to any of that, to be honest. (laughs) Um, because I'm like, I'm quiet. I don't like people in my business. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm cool with fiction stories, but if we have to get nonfiction and I have to start telling my business, then we're going to have a problem, you know? So I wasn't thinking about, you know, I really wasn't even receiving, um, many of those prophecies that went forth about how I'd become this author. And so, um, during the time when I, I just, cause I've always been a writer, And so, but during the time when I was going through all these things and I was just writing these things out, and I remember one day in prayer, Holy Spirit was like, uh, You have your book. You have your book um, right there. And um, with the devotionals that you have created, you know, like you literally can take day by day from what you have created and turn it into a devotional. And that's really what I did. Like, I, I turned it. Um, my journal writings into a devotional and of course, you know, polished them up and, and made them more for the reader and not just for myself, but polished them up and um yeah, that that's how it happened. And so that led me to a whole nother journey. Um, but that that was I would say that was the first step of me really likes happening to purpose. It came from a, plain, a painful place.
0: Listen, we we are we have had very similar journeys, sis, because I tell people all the time, I, I come from a background where I was born addicted to drugs and both my parents have been addicts my entire life. And so writing was a way of escape for me. Mm. I didn't know that that little girl at eight, nine, 10 years old that God was using to write these elaborate stories, just to like release the reality of what I was living that fast forward in 2016, he was going to be like, you need to write a book. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. Was just, I was over here like, I just want to like pretend like I'm not dealing with this dysfunction. So I'm gonna write. Yeah. And then yeah. he was like, Yeah, that's why I had you do it at that age, because at two in 2016, he hits me with the it's time to write your first book. So mm-hmm. uh-huh. we, I I totally agree that you definitely discover not only purpose, but really who you are and who you're called to be in the midst of the adversity, in the midst Absolutely. of the pain. So yep. Oh, I love it. So we got to talk about this journey to entrepreneurship, sis, because girl, you do it all. Like <laughs> you wear so many hats. Mm-hmm. So yeah. talk to us about how you went from just being an author to like all mm-hmm. that you do now.
1: Yeah. So, um, but that's really what started it. Right. And I always tell people that your book is literally a key that will open unlimited opportunities if you're willing to go go the the distance um because a lot of people just write their book and they' then they stop you know what I mean mm-hmm. and um I was like no if I'm I'm putting all this out here we got to take this to the moon if possible you know because like in a lot of my books I've been very transparent um, about some things that nobody knew about you know things that I hadn't shared before with anyone not even in just regular conversations so I'm like okay yeah if I'm putting all this out here we have to take it as far as it could possibly go. And so initially when I produced, uh, when I'm sorry, when I published the first book, I didn't know anything about publishing. You know, I self-published, I did it all myself. Um, And I remember, you know, um, I released it on my birthday some years ago and it did amazing, you know, on my birthday. And I I made a lot of money, which was a great birthday gift and um, just some uh, confirmation as well. But then after a couple of months, Um, The sales started slowing down Mm. and I didn't know what else to do outside of just posting and praying. Right. That's what I call it. posting on social media, praying somebody is interested in what I just posted, uh, interested enough to buy (laughs) into it. And so I didn't know what to do outside of that. And that was causing me a great deal of frustration. And so I'm like, I know, cause I ain't want to write this book no way, but I know you didn't have me, right? This yeah. is my conversation with Old Spirit. I know you didn't have me to put this book out here only for it to, you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, I mean, we've done a little bit, but no, we, it gotta be bigger than this. I know, it, I, I know it has to be. And um, so then that's when I really started getting out of my own way, AKA out of my comfort zone, Mm-hmm. Just really start embracing different opportunities. So I remember even when I wrote the book um, and I was doing the pre sales, there was a, a first lady at uh, my mom's church and she was like, Hey, I want to buy like 30 books for all the women in my church. And I was like, Okay, God. You know what I mean? Like that was my <laughs> book order. I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited. I didn't know, I, like, I didn't even know how to respond. I'm just like, okay. Because at first I was just going to put out an ebook, And so mm-hmm. she was like, no, we need paper copies. And then not only that, I want you to come speak at the church about the book. And so I'm like, okay. But, and so that's when I was first introduced to how you can actually really flip this thing. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. just to speaking. So that that's how I was even introduced to that. And so then it went from that to um, other people, you know, finding out about it, ordering, you know, bulk books for their like, uh, even Delta Sigma Theta. One of the local chapters made the book, the book of the month, and they invited me out to come speak. And so that's how I, that's really when I got introduced to like, okay, you know what? We can take this thing on the road in my own way. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you feel like you have to have like this whole big PR team, or you just have to have all these people around you that know so much more than you. But really, if you just take the little bit you do know and go you will be surprised at how many things would open if you just start right there. You know, everybody wants to start grand, of course. But if you start right there with what you do know, um, like doors literally will open. And so that's what happened. So, you know, then I published a couple of more books and I, I did some anthologies and things like that. But again, I was just noticing that, so no, no, let me back up a little bit. So after I published my book, then I started having all these other people coming to me, asking me to help them with theirs. So I would help people for free. You know, I was like, you know, I'll just tell you what I know. I don't know everything, but this is a little bit, I do know, take it and and make it work. And so I noticed that they were taking it and making it work. And I'm like, hold on. (laughs) I'm like, hold it. (laughs) I'm sitting here praying, praying, praying to get off of this job. And I feel like I may have a tool that can do it. But for right now, I'm giving it away for free. We have to switch this thing around. Yeah. So I started offering writing classes and my classes would sell out. Like Mm. it was, that was a, you know, a confirmation as well as a shocker as well. You know, and I didn't even know what I had. Like I was selling writing classes for like $19 like $27, like seriously lowballing myself because I'm like, I'm just getting started. You know, we have that imposter syndrome. Yeah. I'm just getting started. You know, I can't come out the gate with all this because I don't even know everything. So just a little bit, I do know, maybe let me just charge $19, see if somebody will pay for it. You know? Right. And so that's how it went. And so even in prayer, Holy Spirit was telling me like, hey, I didn't call you to discount what I've given you.
0: Mm. because Mm. what I've
1: given you, it's in you. You just hadn't fully tapped into it yet, but it's there. So you don't need to discount it due to you not fully having a revelation of what you have, but it's there and this is the price that you should charge. So- you know, I, I up, you know, my prices. Cause at first I just wanted to do the teaching. I didn't want to do anything with publishing because it's so involved. Um, and I just didn't want to, you know, do that. But then I think a family member, that's how it started. A family member, she was like, Hey, like, I, I don't trust anybody else to publish the book. Like I want you to do it. You did yours as well. And so I did, you know, I did hers. And then I realized, you know what, Hey, this really isn't so bad. And then that's literally how I started my publishing company. Wow from me writing my first book, selling the classes, have people coming to me. Um because people will tell you what they need even when you don't know what mm-hmm. to offer. They will tell you what they need or want from you. And wow. so and I learned that, you know, early on as well, and so that that's how uh that's how I I, I launched my publishing company which was called The Writers Block.
0: Wow. Wow. You truly are like the definition of when people say my book started my business.
1: Yeah. like that's
0: exactly, <laughs> And I say it too. And people like, I think people have been like that is what? And it's like, that's literally how it goes because you don't realize that you have this skill set that other people wish they had. You don't realize that there's a reason why God has allowed you to like learn what you've learned because he's trying to show you, Hey, you can make money from this. If you just follow these these steps, this blueprint. So, right, I I love that it took you to do it. I I tell people all the time, I was my first client before I had clients. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's how you learn what it is that is needed in the marketplace. That's how you learn like what you want to do. And so from that though, you have like, and we want to, I want to talk about this reinvention because you've kind of reinvented yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you started off as an author, but you didn't stay in that lane. So like, talk to us about the process of reinventing.
1: Mm. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I, I started the the publishing company and got really blue on that thing. Like I was mind blown, <laughs> um, like how quickly it started because really I was just doing it, you know, as a side gig. Cause I had a job. I hated it by the way, but, um, I was doing it as a side thing because I hadn't really fully stepped out there. And like, even though I knew I needed to like charge more, I still was like playing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so until, February 2019, I got fired from my job, wow. but I literally knew it was going to happen. I had already had a vision about it. I seen it. It was just literally just any day now. So I was already waiting on it. And so, um, but the problem was that I didn't see what I would be doing after. Mm. <laughs> and, and so I remember the day came And uh, I wasn't, but so let me back up a little bit. I had literally just moved into a new apartment um, on February 1st and February 19th was the day that they no longer needed my services, right? Wow. So oh, yeah. So uh, Holy Spirit was like, don't go look for another job. And I said, OK, well, you know, we got rent. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> We got bills. Come we have on. a whole new set of bills right now. So I love to know what we're going to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> At that time, I literally had like less than two thousand dollars to my name. Okay, wow, so it's not like I had money saved up or I had a a boss man in the corner, you know, supporting me and sponsoring my efforts, it wasn't none of that. Okay, so I literally just me and Holy Spirit. And um, I remember one day uh, I was praying shortly after, and 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 Holy Spirit was like, Your gifts are about to make room for you, like, Mm. watch, right. And so I'm like, okay, well, what, what do I do? Because at that time I was also doing some life coaching too, which is what I wanted to do life coaching more than publishing. And, um, so I was really just trying to go more into the life publishing. I mean, I'm sorry, the life coaching, um, um, arena, but then I realized with that, with the type of clients that I was attracting at that time, I wanted it more than they did. Yeah. So I was finding myself burnt out and more frustrated and still wasn't getting the money that I needed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And so our Holy Spirit was like, look at what's coming effortlessly. And that was really like the writing classes. Cause I would do a different writing class, like every other week and literally make money every single day from people signing up for my class. Wow. And so. Um, and so, yeah. And so that's what happened. Like I, I had no strategy. I had no plan. I had no money saved up. It was literally every single morning. God, what are we doing today? Mm. And I tell you, Holy spirit will tell me down to what to post on social media, down to who to follow up with down to who to, uh, talk to and who to, uh, shy away from yeah like that literally every single day for like seven months that's how I made it
0: every, Wow.
1: every single day and I made money every single day okay and wow. I was mind blown because I'm like whoa you know what I'm saying like I'm literally just out here I have no clue as to what I'm doing I'm seriously on the wing in a prayer but mm. the prayer is sustaining okay because uh, but yeah, I would make sometimes more in one day than I would even make in two weeks at a job. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, thank you, Lord. And so that's how that happened. You know, the whole, you know, just really fully coming into the full time entrepreneurship, Um, you know, the whole reinventing, you know what I'm saying, and, and really stepping into um the role of an entrepreneur, because that's a transition that I feel like enough people don't really talk about going from employee to entrepreneurs. And listen, like you can get in the role, but your mind is still isn't where, you know what I'm saying? Like your mind, it, your mind takes some time to catch up.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, and I also think that a lot of people don't talk about the need for personal development oh, when God. you come into the role of an entrepreneur or a boss. Like it sounds good, Like, to be like, oh, I'm a boss. (laughs) But, like, what I try to tell people is your life becomes your business. Like, (gasps) if you don't take the time to heal and deal and deal with them abandonment issues and rejection issues and all of that, like, if you don't really- it's going now not gonna show up but it's gonna show up in moments where you're like I'm trying to get this sale but yeah. I don't really want to get on this call right because yeah. if I get on this call yeah. and they and they say no then they rejected me and then I'm gonna go into this downward spot like it yeah. shows
1: up absolutely yeah <laughs> I that all, all the time. yeah for sure I used to tell my coaching clients that all the time whatever issues you have that you haven't dealt with they're gonna deal with you <laughs> up into this role if you don't take some time and get that together. Okay. So, um, indeed. Um, but thankfully at that time I had already dealt with a lot of all that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) it, It wasn't as bad. Um, and then not only that I've had like, and I feel like my, my jobs really prepared me for entrepreneurship, you know, all the jobs that I hated. Um, they literally prepared me cause I used to do a lot of MLM, you know, type of things and, uh, you know, they tell, you no just means next opportunity. Don't get in your feelings about it. And yeah. so I was already in that mindset, you know, so yeah. that even if I spoke with someone and, and they didn't, they may not have seen the value or whatever, I would really literally look at it like that's your loss. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so let me move on to the person who is actually worthy of what I have for them so they can receive. I don't I mean you don't need to talk about this anymore. And so and that really honestly is my attitude to this day and so that's how that's one of the ways that I've been able to like kind of overcome that whole thing of oh, I don't want to post today because I didn't get a lot of traction the other day so I'm I'm just going to be quiet today like no, I'm going to plant seeds every single day because I look at it like that as well posting is planning to me. Even Mm. if it's no engagement, somebody saw it. Or even if they didn't see it because I get a lot of new followers on a very frequent basis, a lot of times those new followers will scroll down to see what I've been talking about. Yeah, So even if two weeks ago that post didn't get any engagement that day, this new follower who decided to take a little stroll down my timeline, it might be that very post that provokes them to reach out to me
0: yeah yeah I love it I love it so what what advice would you give someone who's in that at that point where they're like I'm really thinking about reinventing myself but Mm -hmm. I don't really know what what to do and what to do
1: um definitely if you're a believer I say you definitely need to fast and pray Mm, silence the mm -hmm. noise um silence everything around you and get somewhere and get with god like i literally used to get hotel rooms across town and lock up for an entire weekend just so i can hear clearly you know i still Mm. (laughs) i still do that um was gonna do it the other um last week but um yeah so i still sometimes would do that just to get myself in a different scenery and to silence some things just so i can sit quietly and hear because really that happens at every level because at every level it's new, you don't know what to do, you know? So um, that's that's the first thing I would say to do and really take the time and just write everything out and see what's needed to fulfill this thing. Because I feel like one thing, um, one downfall that I notice believers have versus those that don't believe is that we just like to do a lot of naming and claiming and saying, oh, well, God showed me this. So it's just going to come to pass. And that's just not so.
0: Come on, you come on and to. help
1: them. <laughs> you have to actually get some work done. You have to actually sit down, strategize. And really, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, you know, about counting who builds the house without first mm-hmm. the cost. You know, you how much is it gonna afford you mentally, emotionally? Come on. Time management is not just about finances, you know what I mean? But how much time or who do you need to help you to, you know, execute this task? Can you do it by yourself? If you can't, who do you need? Where do you find them? You know, how do you connect with them? So the, all of these things um, are, are very necessary. And I feel like sometimes we just like jump out there just mm. <laughs> hoping, hoping that we're going to get caught up. And then you fall flat on your face and then you mad at God, but that's because you didn't sit down first and do your due diligence to make sure you had all the things you needed to complete the task before you began.
0: Mm, Listen, that's a mic drop right there because that literally brought me back to just a couple of weeks ago. I was actually February 15th to March 15th. God literally said, daughter, give me 30 days. And so I did exactly what we talking about. I just shut shut it down Mm -hmm. and locked in with him for 30 days. Yeah. And literally one of the things he kept saying to me is I love that you do what you do for my kingdom, but you're not doing it with the king.
1: Mm. And there's a
0: difference between doing business for the kingdom of God to push the kingdom of God forward. But are you consulting him?
1: That's good. Are you
0: asking him, God, okay, God, show me today. Who am I? Who do I connect with? That's who it. That has my finances. Where do I go? What am I supposed to do? Like when he gave me that revelation, I was like, Oh, that is so good because we do, we get excited. God gives us a vision. we be like, yes, we going off to right. the races. But <laughs> then we forget that in that vision, we have to, we got to talk to him because he knows exactly what you need to get it done.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I um I it's so funny me and um one of my guests was talking about that the other day um when we were filming and uh we were talking about, you know, getting the plans from God and things like that. And I was saying, yeah, a lot of us will get the vision but we don't tarry long enough to get the blueprint on our how- to come to pass and you know we've all been guilty of it i, I definitely have several times you know just building it how i in, envisioned that it should look which could be total opposite of what he actually had in mind but if you tarry long enough or you continue to consult with him you'll literally get the step-by-step plan without wearing yourself out in the meantime
0: come, come on sis listen that was a whole whole gym right there did y'all catch that like we get the vision we just don't wait long enough for the blueprint like it just and here's the thing that i have learned about this is not only do we not wait a long wait long enough for the blueprint we don't do the work necessary to make sure that we can sustain the blueprint oh, when he gives on. it to us, That's right? It. Cause we think that, and God has given me that revelation. Like we think waiting season means we just supposed to wait and not do nothing. Yeah. And really waiting season is your preparation season. It's okay. making sure that you get everything in place so when it's time to launch, you ain't trying to play catch up because you didn't did everything that you were supposed to do. So yeah. now this part is smooth sailing. And Absolutely. we sit here and we just be like, i right, I'ma just chill because God said I gotta wait. So I'm gonna wait. Yeah. No, wait or, and prepare.
1: <laughs> or because it has already been prophesied to me that I'm gonna be this millionaire. So, you know, it's it's just gonna happen. No, ma'am, no sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on, that's why the Bible say faith without works is dead. dead. dead okay, <laughs> we, we 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 skip the works part. We just be like, just oh, yeah. like faith. People are like, yeah, but you, what work are you doing?
1: <laughs> exactly to show that you know, and not only you know for that um, purpose, but even just like the consistency and showing up in your your business and your brand. And I always say, you know, consistency um breeds. Uh, confidence, mm-hmm. you know, it it gives confidence in potential customers because I have people. I've had people literally tell me, like, I've watched you for five months, eight months, a year. You know, I've been following you for three years, and you've been consistently saying the same thing. And sometimes it might take them two years to watch you before they even feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Coming in, but if you are popping in and out. If you, Mm. if you, if you let those rejection issues deal with you, you know, and all of these other things that you haven't dealt with on that personal development level that we were just speaking of, then the people who want to see, you know, who want to work with you, but they're waiting for you to be consistent. They're never going to come around because you won't show up long enough.
0: Come on. Come on. And I also think that a lot of people, and I say these, say this all the time, we have to stop confusing confusing consistency with frequency. Because uh, people hear consistency and they're like, oh man, I got to do this five times a week. No, you just got to keep doing it. Yeah. Like, however many times you figure you need to do it, then do it. But consistency is doing that same thing over and over and over and over again. And so we get, it's like, there's a blockage that happens when people say, you just got to be consistent. You know, and people ask me, well, how did you grow your podcast over 5000 downloads? I just stayed consistent. Yeah. They get an episode every Thursday. It's been like
1: that since we dropped, (laughs) since I started two years ago. Like it's been consistent. (laughs) And that's it, you know? And two, I want to add with the consistency pieces, sometimes people are consistently doing the wrong things mm. Why they're not seeing desired results because you- don't really have a strategy for real <laughs> listen you know, like you you've taken pieces from this free webinar and from that email and from from the a post that this person made that may have hit you you taking all these pieces and putting them together hoping that it's going to complete a puzzle for you but it, all it is is leaving you confused and that's why i'm a proponent of really investing in yourself whether that means getting a coach because coaches help you cut help to cut the curve you know that get ahead of the game like I don't know why people still are playing with that whole coaching thing now because it's so necessary if coaches weren't needed, why do basketball you know why is it still right. basketball why do does LeBron still need coaching you know what I mean like yeah Why do these people keep constantly showing, you know, these great champs that we all, you know, know about now, why are they consistently with training and drills and Mm -hmm. practicing and and doing what they need to do if coaching was not an integral, you know, integral part of being successful in whatever industry you're in? And that's the same thing. I always tell people, whatever you want to know, find somebody who has, who is where you want to be and connect with them, learn from them, invest. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> you know what I mean and if you don't have the money go find it because guess on. what you know I remember the days and that's why I really don't have a lot of empathy for um you know certain cases when it comes to finances because you know I've been a single mom for 20 years okay mm. um, with no child support and I remember trying to go to college being a piece of delivery driver okay I used to I used to <laughs> do- <laughs> say I'm slinging pizzas out the backseat of my car in strange neighborhoods at midnight trying to make a few dollars and that's literally what my life was you know what I mean like did I want to deliver pizzas absolutely not matter of fact I delivered pizzas in the next town because I didn't even want anybody to know if I was delivering pizzas like I was embarrassed about it but hey I needed my bills paid come on I needed to be, still be able to be a full-time college student so I can hurry up and get out and try to do something with myself, but I still needed to take care of my child. And so if that meant that I had to get something that I didn't want to do, then guess what? This is what I have to do for a season to get to the next space and place. You mm-hmm. know, So this was years ago, but now you got Instacart, Uber East. There's so many different things that people can do to get the extra finances that they need to invest. They just sometimes are too prideful to do it or just don't think of doing it, but it's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just about how bad do you want it? And that's really what it boils down to at the end of the day.
0: Absolutely. And I just love that you said invest because I th- I literally said this in my community the other day. I said, free don't stretch faith. no. Everybody wants things for free, but I said there's not one celebrity influencer, anybody that you follow that you think is just great, grand, and wonderful that made it all for free.
1: Yeah. And then you don't appreciate what's
0: free. You don't even for what's free. That part, you don't show up. You don't. I did a masterclass a couple weeks ago and I was like, just just drop it in the chat. How many of you got uncompleted courses that you got for free? Yeah. You got a whole book full of masterclass, gems and tips and tricks and hacks and all of that that you didn't been to for free. Yeah. You nothing with it. Nothing. It isn't until you have to invest that yeah. it stretches your faith. And I'm so transparent with people. I'm like, my coach cost me $7,000 for the year. Yeah. Like, and every month I'm like, Jesus, I don't even know when this $700 is about to come from, Lord. Mm-hmm. But, um, and yeah. she ain't missed the payment yet. I know <laughs>
1: Because you find a way to get what you really want. You're going to find a way to get what you really want, whatever it is that you have, you know, whatever you have to do. Even if you have to create a whole course just to pay for something else, that's what you're going to do. So again, it really just goes back to how bad do you want it? Come on.
0: Come on, sis. Listen. So we got to talk about this network, (laughs) inspire you. First of all, (laughs) I uh, when I saw it, I was like, "Look at her, just elevate. You are such an inspiration for me. I don't even think you know it, cause I'd be Aww. sitting there like, "I'm just gonna be like Alandria when I get my whole life together." <laughs> cause I promise you, I literally watch you manifest things and walk out things that God has shown me that I should be doing, and I'm like, "Come hmm. on, God, with the blueprint right in front of my face." So, talk to us about inspire you. What inspired this?
1: Oh, wow. So really, um, again, it, it and that came from really another pivot from locking in and hearing from God, you know, um, in 2022, no, 21, um, I was still in the publishing space, but I was burnt out with it. I did not love it anymore. I was actually depressed. Mm. And <laughs> even though I was making a whole lot of money, you know, with it, I still didn't, I was void of peace and joy. Yeah. And no dollar amount was able to feel that, you know what I mean? I was able to do whatever I wanted to do. I literally took 30 trips in 2021 and I was still depressed and miserable. And um, and that's that's why, you know, sometimes people have to be careful with that whole self-care piece, you know, take a trip and all this and that. Like if there's something deeper going on inside of you, a trip isn't going to cure it. I took 30, I can tell you. Come on. You know? so um yeah so I was just really just depressed and I'm like I don't like this no more like that you know what I mean like I just the passion had waned completely and I remember being like okay you know God like this is my bread and butter like I make a lot, whole lot of money doing this like my whole lifestyle is afforded by this but I hate it so what are we doing Mm. So I felt almost kind of like stuck on, you know, when you have a job that you hate, but it pays the bill. So you got to stay there. And I'm like, I didn't get into entrepreneurship to still feel like I did when I was stuck on a people job. So we, you know, what we doing? And I remember I was praying this one morning and I was reminded of uh, Elijah at the brook and mm. um, Holy spirit reminded me of how, you know, the brook dried up. And he gave Elijah a new set of instructions and his blessings was there. But he had to go, you know, follow instructions and get there to get it. And so basically, you know, the whole publishing thing was my book that was drawn up. Yeah. So the word was shut down. The publishing company Um, just shut it down before the end of this year. And I mind you, this was October twenty-one. And so December was only a few weeks away. And you're talking about shutting something down before the end of this year. Um, how are we doing that exactly? You know, and then not only that, what we doing next? Right. We have even more bills now than I had when we first got started with this thing in 2019. So um, I literally, um, I didn't have, a, again, no blueprint. I didn't know what I was doing. Again. It was, God, what we doing today? Like, what's happening? But I have become more uncomfortable, which may sound a little weird because, you know, of course, in 2019, that's how we made it, um, by just seeking God every day. But I'm like, we got to go through this again. Like, can you not, you know, can you just let me know what's going on? (laughs) You know, like, what am I supposed to be doing exactly? What is this new business I'm supposed to start? So I started teaching people how to start their own publishing companies. And um, it it started off good, but it it was not picking up the type of traction that I wanted it to pick up um, or that I needed it to pick up to be able to, um, you know, just to keep things going like I wanted them to go. So I found myself just kind of doing just, and then I had got sick too. I, I forgot to mention that. Um, in 21, uh, my blood pressure was, it was extremely high um due to like all the stress and you know depression and frustration and stuff I was feeling so it, it just had kind of reached a boiling point where my blood pressure was like literally staying high so much to the point to where I'd have a headache every single day and sometimes be in the bed all day long because I literally couldn't do anything else
0: wow
1: um so this was going on 21 like the you know the end of 21 even going into 22 you know so i i really couldn't do a lot of work at the beginning of the year thankfully i had you know money um put up and like i literally lived off of my money for like about 6 months um but then we was not having that much coming in and uh things were going down real fast and i'm like hey um god what what what's going on cuz we supposed to be going higher and higher like <laughs> <laughs> um things are going lower and lower what what's going on so um just just kind of went through that for um some months and then i just i was tired of doing everything i had already done you know what i mean yeah. like found i was finding no joy in anything that i'd already done before and like i wanted to get into the e-commerce space cuz i'm like this light work all I have to do is run some ads, hire assistant, have somebody completely run this thing for me while I go out and live my best life. But, you know, there's a whole system to creating that as well. That's not a over, you know what I'm saying? Like it it takes time to build that, Mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't know how much time I really wanted to invest in that because I needed to make some money really quickly. You know, I didn't have time to watch something, you know, take 3 4 months to to really kick off and that's how it can be in the e-commerce space cuz it's really tricky um until you know you find that right product or whatever so um i was like i was just praying i was really depressed actually like last uh 22 was yeah that's last year yeah it was a really hard year the first couple of months i was in a deep depression um and it really was like on the verge of just like giving up i'm like i'm tired like i've worked extremely hard i still feel like i haven't reached you know, the level that I wanted to reach at and everything that I've done, I have no desire to do it again. So I need you to say something. Yeah, <laughs> You've been real quiet. I need you to say something to me. And, um, so really what happened at, uh, this person, um, that I knew she had, uh, she had offered me, um, a television show. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Cause I had literally just had a vision probably like a couple of days prior of like something that God wanted me to build, but it was bigger than a Facebook live or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. or something like that. So I'm like, okay, well, where am I supposed to put this? And so when she came along with the offer for me to have my own television show, I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is what it is. But um, things didn't work out. You know, I have a different type of work ethic. And if your work ethic does not match mine or at least exceed or- I prefer to exceed my we're not gonna it's just not gonna work out and so um that person's you know it just wasn't there let's just say that it just didn't work out mm-hmm. and so um but at the same time in the middle of that kind of falling apart um I had just kind of like out the blue, got this email from someone and they were like, Hey, I think you should launch your own television network. This is what you need to do. Um, this is how I can help you get it done. You know what I mean? And I prayed about it and that's really how it even started. Cause it, you know, it was supposed to cost one thing, but so many things got waived until it's like literally almost unreal of how much I actually did to, you know, invested initially to even get started with it Um, until I knew that was God, you know what I mean? Wow. And then then, um, you know, God gave me a vision about it, what it would be, gave me the name for it, you know, what I'm supposed to do with the platform and everything like that. And that's really how it was even birthed.
0: Wow. Wow. I absolutely love that because I think a lot of times, People don't hear us share how it can be difficult birthing the vision God gives us, huh. especially when life is life. And yes, ma'am, you, you kind of want it. You know, God gave it to you today. You like, all right, so we're gonna make this happen in 24 hours. That's how it is. And, and really, He's like, no. I mean, <laughs> There's, yep. there's levels to this. There's some, <laughs> some processing that you got to go through. There's some <laughs> waiting yep. on me to set some things up. And so I love that you share that because I think that it will inspire so many people that hear it to know that, yes, the vision is, like the Bible says, a vision is for an appointed time. And though it may tarry, wait for it. Like it's going to speak when it's supposed to speak. But yeah. we get so caught up in, and that's the trick of the enemy, this need to like, it needs to happen today.
1: Yeah, ASAP. Exactly. <laughs> like no one has any patience for anything. Like if I get the prophecy tonight, I need to see it manifest tomorrow. Like no one wants to go through what it takes to get to it.
0: <laughs> At all. Because the the truth, the thing for, for me, the way I know it's supposed to sustain and it's God is the process. Because yeah. if he gives it to you just like that, You know, it's just like, you get, you know, remember being a kid, you get that new toy. And then like a couple days later, a month later, you're like, "Eh, I'm over this toy. I don't want it no more. You put it back on the shelf. Yeah. But when you've had to work hard for it, when you've had to go through the process, when you had to go through the fire, when God has had to refine you, when God has had to strip you of some things, because he's like, Hey, I can't bring that. You can't take that attitude with you into this part of the vision. Like when he's had to put you through that then when uh-huh. you get it, you're like, oh yeah, I can't let this go. Like this is, right. you know, I, I worked hard for this yeah. and I'm yeah. going to take care of this. So Absolutely. I love that you shared that. And I'm, I'm so excited to see what you're creating over there. Because I I truly believe that we, especially us as women of color, we have the power to create our own platforms. And I -hmm. I say that all the time, like we cannot no longer sit back and wait for other people to say, hey, come have a seat at my table. Create your own table and then invite them. And that is exactly what you're doing with Inspire You. You're like, I'm going to create the type of network, the type of shows that I wanna see and that I know my people wanna see. And not right. sit here and wait for Oprah to call me and be like, "Hey, girl, can you come?" Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's it, and because that's what it's about, you know. And I, I've done that really my whole career. It's like I didn't even from the reason why I even started writing in the first place because what I needed wasn't. I didn't know where it wasn't out there. There wasn't yeah. a devotional talking about what do you do after your friend, the person you confided in has betrayed you. You know what I mean? Like there isn't anything that's really given you um encouragement and 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 real tools on how to come back from things like that. You know, so I've always you know been a person that really just created what I wanted to see. In my life, I wonder if it was out of need or just sheer desire, but you can't wait for anybody, you know, to invite you to their table. You better get busy building your own. Hmm. And then if you build it right, the people that you wanted to connect with will then come to you. Come on. Come on. I love it. I love it.
0: So I got to ask you, looking back, is there anything you would do differently?
1: Oh, wow. In any part of the journey or is yes,
0: in any part of the journey, is there anything that you're like, mm, maybe if I did this
1: instead of that, what's you the one what? thing? The one thing is I would have like seriously trust God more and mm. took my feelings out of it, because that's really what contributed to um, a lot of like my blood pressure issues and stuff like that, because I put a lot of pressure on myself to perform. Mm. I- because, you know, it was, you know, I was creating all of these crazy goals because I just wanted to do it. It wasn't me showing anybody else up or because I wanted to prove to anybody else. It was really proving it to myself. And so, because I felt like I'd failed at so many things before, you know what I mean? Um, and that I'm like this time I have to do it. So I don't care if I have to run myself in the ground, literally, To get it done, like I I didn't, I didn't care anything about like my health. Like that wasn't even a priority. It's just like I got to get this done. I don't care if I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I don't eat all day and I'm I'm up working to ten o'clock at night. You know, like I did that to myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's what contributed to a lot of the burnout and the breakdowns that I've had um literally just leaning to my own understanding and not fully casting this thing and and just really being led 100% of the way so that's definitely what I'll change
0: wow I love that I love that because I and I and I totally can relate to that because I too have had seasons where I was just like look I just need to get it done and and get to that place of burnout and saying yes, when I really want to say no, (laughs) and doing all those things, you know, feeling like almost like you're going to run out of time if you don't. And it really isn't until you trust God. It really isn't until you get to that place where you're like, you know what, God, I'm just going to give you total surrenderance. Like you said, this was, you gave me this vision. You gave me this gift. You gave me this talent. You show me what it is that I'm supposed to be doing with it. And there's an ease that comes with that. And there's a, and there's a flow that comes with that. And there's a peace that comes with that. When you get to that point where you're like, I'm done trying to figure it out. Like, yeah, it's about to rest. Yeah. Listen, you know, me and my coach, we were talking the other day and I said, you know, it's something about when you give up the fight. When you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I'm not even fighting no more. Uh -uh. listen I'm like Jacob I didn't learn my arms is too short to box with you so I'm not even fighting no more yeah we just don't trust you because at the end of the day what I have continuously have to remind myself is that one he has never failed me yet yep never going to and two his resume is so impeccable (laughs) that if I can just think back to two days ago what he has Uh, done You know what um, I mean he, I don't even gotta go that far back. Right? two days ago to what he has done yeah. and how he has shown up yeah. then why do I put myself in a situation to feel like oh I have to worry about this like mm-hmm. we have to stop speaking scripture and not living scripture because we love that's to be it. like you know the bible said but do you really believe that
1: that's because it. He
0: said, if that's he say cast it. your cares on to him he mean that like all of it, like you know, God, I don't even know how I'm gonna hit my revenue goal this month, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so I'm
1: gonna put and this you know in. what? I even had to like toss that because that was creating for me another level of anxiety to where i to get myself wound up if I wasn't reaching the goals every day or at the end of the week. I'm like, I don't have the amount that I wanted to make, like, I, that would create so much anxiety for me mm. to get rid of that. I'm like, you know what? I like. This is what I'm believing in you for. I love for you to exceed it, but if I don't make it, I just thank God that I know you're gonna take care of me and everything gonna be okay. Like I had to literally let it all go like that because even those type of goals for me was just another thing that was creating another pressure point. And if I didn't reach that point, then I was in a panic and now my blood pressure up my nerves bad. And you know what I mean? And just all this stuff. And so I I literally had to just let it all go. Mm, That is so good. So look, sis, we got to get into these rapid fire
0: questions, okay? So I got three questions. I always say the very first thing you think of is probably the right answer, okay? So question number one, if your life was a movie, who would you have play you?
1: Oh, wow. Angela Bassett.
0: I can see it. I can see it. I love me some Angela Bassett. I need mm-hmm. the, we got to start giving the OGs some Indeed. real credit for real, for, for real. real. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's so Angela sober has now.
0: paid the way for so many of us. Like, we just got to give her credit. So I love it. All right, number two, what's one book that you've read that changed your life?
1: The Coldest One Ever.
0: Come on, come on, <laughs> sister soldier. Now, I didn't read the second one because it took too long. For it to come out. or I to come like,
1: out. You know, I have it. I bought it, but I, I, it's like, I couldn't get into it. I'm
0: like, why would you wait that long since it's so good? 50 like, years. It felt like. <laughs> just like, let that be a lesson to all our book writers out there. Don't wait forever to put out a sequel. If you're going to put out a sequel, like, yeah. I'm just saying. hey. Yeah. Right. And the third question is, if you wrote a book about your life, what would you call it?
1: I actually did. <laughs> and it's called, I'm coming out, overcoming everything that tried to overtake me. Come on, I'm coming out. Yes, yes. So you got to tell the people where they can get it. Yeah, so definitely um, on Amazon, you can find it. Um, my website is being revamped now, so I'm not going to direct you there, but you can get it on Amazon Kindle. You can get a paperback version or um, yeah, that. That's the easiest way to get it right now.
0: I love it. But since before I let you go, you got to tell the people how they can connect with you.
1: Definitely on Facebook, Facebook, under Alandria Lloyd, um, Instagram, Alandria underscore L. So that's E-L-L-E, it's spelled out. Um, please visit us, our website at Um, The U is the actual letter U, not the word. So um, the Inspire U Network, um, but definitely just plug in with me on Facebook, have lots of um, exciting things coming and so many opportunities for speakers coming up, so many different things that I have. To help our uh, small businesses get in front of big audiences so please definitely uh t- tap in with me on on social media
0: listen y'all better connect with my sis and again i'm not saying that because i know her but what she is doing and building is absolutely phenomenal and so sis thank you once again for coming thank through you. the hate queen thrive you
1: for having me. yes it was fun i enjoyed it
0: listen shout out to queen alandria for coming through the Hey Queen Thrive, y'all, season three. Listen, make sure y'all connect with my sis, man. She is out here doing amazing, amazing, amazing work, man. Like I, it's an honor to be connected to you, Queen. It is an honor to know you. It is just an honor to walk beside you on this journey. Like, keep doing your thing, keep thriving, keep shining, keep showing up. Like, I see you, sis. If nobody else see you, I see you. Y'all, make sure y'all connect with my sis out here who's out here killing it in this media streets. (laughs) So listen, y'all, y'all already know what time it is. It's Thriving Nuggets time. So listen, I want to talk about this this concept of reinventing yourself. Like we had such an amazing conversation about it. And I was like, you know what? This is going, we're going to continue the conversation with Thriving Nuggets, right? So really, I want to talk about 10 steps that you can reinvent yourself, right? And so let's get into it. All right. So really let's, let's talk a little bit about what reinventing yourself really looks like. Reinventing yourself, in my opinion, looks like letting go of those people, places, and things that no longer serve you. Right? Like one thing that I have learned in my healing journey, and even as, as I develop and continue to develop as a CEO of my own company is that every 90 days or so, (laughs) you should be taking a moment to really look at what are some of the things doing that check-in to see what are some of them things that I might need to let go of that are no longer serving me on the journey that I'm on, right? So I'll give y'all a great example of my mindset coach. So I have a money mindset coach who's absolutely amazing. I love her. Um, but every 90 days, we do a post check, right? And in those 90 day, that 90 day post check, Right. What we begin to ask ourselves is based on right now, like where I am right now in my business, how do I feel about it? Right. What are some of the things that I'm struggling with? What are some of the fears that I'm having? Like we do this real intense. Post check. And what I have learned from doing that post check is that it helps me to to not only see what I need to release, but it also helps me to see where I might need to shift my focus, right? So I think the beauty in, in reinventing yourself is that you're realizing, okay, I'm growing. And as I'm growing, there are some things that I need to release. And then I need to shift my focus to the things that are serving me currently, right? So that's the thing about reinvention. Um, so here's some reasons why you might consider reinventing yourself. I got five reasons for y'all. So the first one is you feel stuck. I tell people all the time, I feel like I am like the queen of pivoting and shifting, right? Like I have a 45 day strategy. If you have not listened to the episode, I talked about it on season three of this show. Go back and listen to it. I literally talked about my 45 day pivoting strategy, right? I give something 45 days. Literally forty five days, especially in my business. If I feel, if I start to feel stuck, if I start to feel resentment, if I start to feel like this ain't working, like I'm trying harder than I need to, right? Because really, in my business, I tr- I'm, I'm creating a space of ease and flow and harmony. And so, anytime I start to feel like I'm forcing something, it's almost like y'all know how you had like back in the day, back in the day when you used to do those piece the the puzzles, right? And you used to be like that. looked like it going to fit. <laughs> so you kept trying to force it into a space that wasn't fitting like that's me, right? So when you start to feel that unction or feeling stuck or feeling like okay, I'm trying to force something that is not <laughs> working, right? That might be the time that you need to reinvent. That might be the time that you need to pause and kind of be like, "All right, let me assess what's working, what's not working, and what I need to release so then I can shift," right? Which leads me to number 2. Most people that are on this journey of reinventing themselves, They they're looking for a change, like they've done the same thing over and over and over again. And I will say this, and this is just my opinion. I feel like that is what was so unique about going through COVID, right? Because I know for me, and I and I I, I might have shared this on um the podcast in, in season two, but I know for me, like I was in the rat race of routine for so long that I never even had the opportunity to like stop and smell the roses or even pay attention to what was happening around me, right? Like I was doing the same thing, get up, take a shower, get dressed, get out the door, go to work, do the same thing, same routine, right? And so when COVID happened and we were like basically banned to our house, <laughs> like we were we had to come home and stay home, right? That was probably the first time that I actually was able to stop, pause, and, and really see what was happening around me. And I remember sa- saying it was the first time that I looked out my window and I saw cherry blossoms blooming blooming it on the trees in front of my house. And I had never paid attention to that. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about reinvention is that when you get to that place where you're looking for a change, like it gives you that opportunity to get out of that rat race of routine and pause. Right. And really just like look and be like, oh, shit, this is what I've been missing out on. So, yeah, you might be looking for a change if you are thinking about reinventing yourself, which leads me to number three. The third reason why you may want to reinvent yourself is that you're going through a crisis. Life is in. <laughs> and when life gets the life in, listen, I don't know about anybody else, but when life gets the life in, it can feel overwhelming. Right. It can feel chaotic. It could feel stressed. People. And so that is always a great time to really stop and pause and be like, all right, what do I need to do in order to get out this situation? Right. Like my money is funny. The bills are due. What do I need to do? Right. And that's and that could be many things. Right. But when you feel that way, that that tug at you because you're experiencing some type of crisis and and crisis is definitely relative to the person. I always tell people, I used to say that when I used to work in mental health, like what, what's a crisis to one person is not necessarily a crisis to another person, right? So you define what a crisis look like, but if you're feeling like you're going through some type of crisis in your life, this may be a good time to think about reinventing. Another reason why you might want to reinvent is because you just need a change, right? Like I got, I, listen, if y'all didn't know, uh, I stepped out of mental health. So, for those of you that know me, know that I've I've been working in the behavioral health uh, arena for 10 years. 10 years. February 18th, I celebrated 10 years (laughs) in the field. And after I got my degree and I failed my licensure exam twice, y'all, twice, um, I made a decision. I was like, okay, it's time to decide if this is where you really want to be for the next 10, 15, 20 years of your life. Um, And I I stepped out of the field, like stepped out of the field. Now, can I always go back? Can I apply and do my life? Yeah. But at the current time that I decided to leave the field, I was making more money in my business doing what I do currently than I was when I was in the field of mental health. So I made a decision to reinvent because I was in need of a change. And so, if, you're seeking, if you feel like you need a change right now, now is a good time to think about reinventing. Which leads me to the fifth reason, before we get into these 10 steps, is you're seeking fulfillment. Most people that go into a place of reinvention, they want to feel fulfilled. They want to be like, okay, I am trying to discover my purpose. I'm trying to walk this thing out. I really want to find the thing that fulfills me what is that so they go through a place of reinvention right and so all five of those reasons are great reasons to consider reinventing yourself so now let's talk about how we do that like let's talk about these steps that you can be taking to start the process of reinventing yourself number one start with self-awareness and self-understanding let me tell you something self-awareness y'all is powerful as hell (laughs) like When you can get to a level in your life where you are aware of you and you are aware of all that comes with you and you are aware of your nuances and you are aware of the things that trigger you and the things that make you happy, like you are in a great space. Like I tell people all the time, there is nothing that anybody can say to me about me that I'm not aware of, like absolutely positively nothing. I'm aware of my attitude. I'm aware of my moodiness. I'm aware of when I'm happy, sad, glad, joyful, peaceful. I'm aware when I want to go shoot first, ask questions later. Like, <laughs> I am so aware, right? But it wasn't always like that. Like, it took me some time to get to that place of self-awareness. So definitely start start practicing that self-awareness and that self-understanding. Number two. Define your core values. Like, what what does it mean for you at this stage of the game, right? Like, what are you valuing at this stage of the game? What is it that you want at this stage of the game, right? Start really defining those core values. Like, who are you at your core? Number three, ask yourself, what do you want to change? I think that's one thing that we don't do enough. Right. Like we'd be like, oh, I want to change. I need a change. But what are you changing? Are you changing your hair color? Are you changing your look? <laughs> like, what are you changing? We got to start being real specific with each other or, or specific with ourselves about what do you want to change? Like, I'll tell you, when I started my business, what I wanted to change was my financial situation. Like, I was tired of robbing Peter to pay Paul. I was tired of living paycheck to paycheck. I was tired of really not making or being paid my worth. <laughs> like, I was tired of my salary being capped at 50000 a year. Like, I was tired. So I was like, okay, what is it that I know, like, the back of my hand, that I can teach, that I can put in a coaching program, a workshop, a course, uh, all types of different things because I have, like, four or five different offers, right? But what can I do? And that's what I did <laughs> because I was tired, right? So I, I realized what I wanted to change was that I needed financial stability, financial freedom, and which was leading going to lead to the time freedom where Leah can just come and go as she please. She ain't got a clock into nobody's thing, nobody's job. She doesn't have none of that. So I started to do what was necessary to get me to my end goal cuz like my mindset coach will always say your goal is still the goal. The thing that has to change is the strategy, the shifts, the steps to take that you need to take to get there, right? So you need to ask yourself, what do you want to change? Which leads me to number 4, set realistic goals. Listen. Stop one thing that I always say it's probably like the downfall of social media is when you see these people talking about, Oh, I make $60,000 a month and I did it in 30 days. Stop that bullshit. <laughs> like, like for real, for real, stop that bullshit. And the reason why I say that is because not to say that it cannot happen, but what I, what people need to see what people that are that you're trying to inspire, your audience needs to see and hear is the journey and the process to making the sixty thousand dollars. Right. I'm not saying give it all away because definitely there are some things that people should pay for and invest in. But what I will say is that people need to know and see, right, that there is a process to getting to sixty thousand dollars right there's a mindset shift that needs to happen in order for you to acquire $60,000 right hell there's a mindset shift that needs to happen in order for you to make $3,000 right like people need to understand that it is not that easy right because one thing that I am learning is that when you when you make it easy and simple then you attract the ones that want it for free or they want it for cheap <laughs> when you when you be like, yeah, this is a whole process, right? Like there's levels to this shit, right? Then you begin to attract a different type of client, right? Like I tell people all the time, the clients that I have working with me, they invest. Like invest, invest. You know why? Because I invest, invest. Like I th- I've said it several times. My 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 own coach costs me $7,000 for the year. So you better believe that I attract a certain kind of client that can afford to pay what my prices are and I don't make no I don't make no apologies about it they are what they are right so that is why having realistic goals and expectations is important because some of us be out here talking about oh yeah I want to wake up tomorrow a millionaire but there's steps to becoming a millionaire <laughs> again there's levels to this shit so make sure you're setting realistic goals which leads me to number 5 create positive habits Create positive habits. Did you know that the average millionaire is up before 6 a.m.? Literally. And they up early and they in bed late. So you can't be over here telling me I want to be a millionaire and I want to have all these businesses and I want to do all of this. And you ain't willing to sacrifice sleep (laughs) and time and energy and all of that. I saw a clip, I think it was on TikTok, and it was Steve Harvey. And he was sharing his his daily routine of being up at 3 a.m. to record the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 3 a.m., y'all. And then how he had to go from recording in his house the, uh, the radio show to getting ready for the day to going and doing all the different shows that he has now to do to doing all the different other things he has to do for his businesses and then making it back home right by eight nine o'clock at night have dinner talk to his wife go to sleep and do it all over again like that is why it is important to be real honest with yourself about what it is that you want because what you want is going to require you to become a version of you that you ain't even ready for and i can say that because that is the space and place that i have been in like this this CEO life ain't for the faint at heart. <laughs> like, I really wish that entrepreneurs would stop glamorizing entrepreneurship. Cause this shit is not for the faint at heart. I promise you it's not. It is not. You have to find a healthy, I don't even want to say balance because I can hear my mindset coach saying we don't we don't use that word. You gotta find that good like uh process, that good You know, routine for yourself, you know, and that's why setting realistic goals is important and creating those positive habits is important, right? Which leads me to number six practice self reflection. Like, self reflection is key on this journey, man. Like, when I tell you that the more you tap into the core of who you are, the clearer you become. And I learned that from my coach. Like, I learned that from my coach because again, for me and my business, every 90 days, I'm sitting down and I'm like, all right, so where are you now in this journey? What do your audience need from you now? That is why I'm able to reinvent things. <laughs> that is why I'm able to know what I need to focus on, um, what type, you know, which product of mine do I need to push forward, like all of that, because I spend time practicing self-reflection and, and asking myself, where are you in your journey now? And what do your people need of you now that they probably didn't know they needed or they're ready for. So, practicing self reflection is another step to reinventing yourself. Number seven, I think this one is huge. I think this one is huge. Be honest with yourself. Yep. <laughs> Be honest with yourself. Listen, we lied to ourselves too freaking much, yo. Stop that shit. Be honest with you. I, listen, I tell people all the time, if you ain't, listen, if you you could lie to everybody else, stop lying to yourself, though. Like, you could fake the funk with everybody else. Just stop doing it to you. Like, real talk. Like, stop. Stop lying to yourself. Be honest with yourself about everything. Everything. Like, for real, for real. I'm just saying. Number eight, which I think is just as important as number seven, ask for support. One thing I know to be true on this journey of life and business, you cannot do it alone. You can keep trying to. It's only going to get you so far. Your knowledge, your expertise, your training, your, your, just the, who you are is only going to get you but so far. Like even the Bible tell you that it's not good for man to be alone. <laughs> like You need support. Whether that's hiring a coach, a mentor, somebody that's on the level that you're trying to reach. Like, you need support. Like, when I decided, you know what, I want to make my first four, five, six figures in my business, I knew I needed to have a coach that was making five, six, seven figures in her business because she's where I want to be. So, stop trying to do this thing by yourself, get support. Get some like-minded people that are on the journey with you. Get someone that's on a different level than you, that where you want to be, and invest. Like, for real, stop that free shit. Free is only going to get you but so far. For real, for real. Stop. You're going to have to kick out the $1,000, the $5,000, the $7,000, $10,000, whatever. Stretch your faith. Stop saying that you believe in God and God's going to do this and God's going to do it. God gave you your coach. God gave you your mentor. God gave you the person that is charging you $7,000 per year. Are, do you believe that that he's going to also provide you with the money for it to happen? Because I tell you this, my coach never misses a payment. Ever. I'm just saying. He makes it happen. So ask for support. Number nine, surround yourself around the right people. You cannot be around Pookie and them and Nene and them and think that you're going to um continue to grow. You gotta be around people that are gonna push you, that are gonna challenge you to grow. So you gotta surround yourself around the right people. And the last step in reinventing yourself is celebrate your success. Celebrate those wins, no matter how small they are. Celebrate it celebrate it. Get in the habit of celebrating yourself because when you get in the habit of celebrating yourself, you'll also create and cultivate a space for people to celebrate you. So listen, y'all, this is what I got for you on this episode of Hey, Queen Thrive. Tune in again next week for another Power Pack episode with another Power Pack guest. Again, shout out to my girl, Alandria Lloyd. Thank you again, sis, for coming through to Hey, Queen Thrive. I love each and every one of you, Thrive Tribe. I'll talk to you soon. Until then, take care of yourself. Peace. Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? It's your girl Leah M. Forney. Listen, calling all boss women entrepreneurs. Listen, if you're tuning in right now, I need you to stop what you're doing and pay attention. Because let me tell you something. Your girl is here with a personal invitation for you to come join her over at Pitch Like a Boss. Listen, Pitch Like a Boss is the ultimate ultimate online community just for women entrepreneurs like you. And what do I mean by like you? If you desire to attract more media attention, if you desire to increase your profits, and if you desire to build your authority in your industry, then you need to come kick it with us over at pitch like a boss. That's right. You can find us right on Facebook. Okay. So let me tell you real quick. Here's five reasons why you need to come kick it with us. One you're gonna gain access to industry leading experts such as myself. Two, you get to connect with other like-minded women that are on the same journey as you. Three, tons of resources are already in the community. I mean, we got tips, we got tricks, we got templates, we got guides or it's continuous learning cuz every week every Wednesday you can catch me live doing our boss sessions where I am teaching you everything I know about attracting more media attention increasing those profits and building your authority in your com- in your industry and then the last reason why you need to come join is support Stop doing business alone. So listen, I need you to click the link in the show notes of this episode and go ahead and come kick it with your girl and our sisterhood over at Pitch Like a Boss on the Facebook platform. Talk to you soon. Bye.